Shalom to all. Today's office Kedushin Daf Dalit, and we are starting the sixth line with the word V'hai, and today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabas, Rabbi Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mardachai, and Chaim, his Neshama, Shadav, and Aliyah. Now, the Gemara concludes with the Joshua how we know a girl's father receives her request of Kedushin when he accepts Kedushin for her. In regards to an Amma Ivriya, a Jewish maidservant leaving her master, it says in the Pasuk, V'yatsachinam, Ein Kosef, she goes free, no money, and the limit is that her master doesn't receive money when she leaves, but her father does receive money when she leaves by way of Kiddushin. But now the Gemara asks, Is this what the Pasuk of Yatsachinim is teaching us? We need it for the following Brisa. The Tanya Brisa tells us, the Pasuk says, She goes free, that's referring to the days of Bagros. Bagros is a stage after Nairus, when she's already past 12 and a half. In Kosef, the Pasuk says, that's referring to the days of Nairus, that she goes free from her master when she's a Naira. So the Pasuk's needed for something totally different. So Marvina Ravina answers that really we could dash on both things, because Imkin, if that's really so, the Pasuk should say, without a Yud, meaning she just say Ein, Aleph, Nun, without that Yud in between. My Ein Kasef, why did it say Ein Kasef with the Yud? And that teaches us, Ein Kasef Vladein Zev, Yash Kasef Vladein Acher, there's no money for this master, meaning her master when she leaves him, but there's money for a different master, Umanihu, who is that master? Av, it's her father. And therefore we get Darshan both things out of the Pasuk. And now the Gemara asks, how do we know that we Darshan such a thing? That really the Pasuk shouldn't have a Yud, and the fact that it does have a Yud tells us we get Darshan something else. The time because we have a Pasuk, and this is talking about a woman who's a Bas Kayin, who's married to Yisrael, and then she's leaving this Israel, either because she was divorced or because her husband died, and now she's going back to her father's house, that she's only allowed to continue eating truma if she doesn't have any children. And the Pesach tells us, Vizera ain't law, she doesn't have any offspring. Meaning, if she doesn't have any offspring, if she doesn't have any children, then she can go back to her father's house and eat truma. However, if she has offspring, she's not allowed to eat truma. And we continue, Enli Elazaro, that only tells us if she has children, she's not allowed to go back to her father's house. But Zara Zara Minayin, how do we know that if she doesn't have children, but if she has grandchildren, meaning her children died, but they left over grandchildren, that she's not allowed to go back to her father's house? Because the Pasuk says, Zara ain't law. And what do we learn from here? Ayain law. That we should look into her to see if she has children. And that's because instead of the Pasuk saying ain without a yod, it says ain with a yod. So it could be read as ayain look into her. And the ain't Zara kosher. I only know that if she has kosher children, she's not allowed to go back to her father's house and eat truma. Zara puzzle me nine. How do we know that even if her children are puzzles, she's not allowed to go back to her father's house? Talmud It's because the Pasuk says, Zara ain't law. Ayain law. We should look into her to see if she has children. Ask the Gemara, how could you say that? You just told me that this extra yod in the word ain is teaching us about her grandchildren. So how could we also use it to tell us that if she has puzzle children, she's not going to go back to her father's house? The Gemara answers, you're right. Zara, zara, layetzuchra. We actually don't need a Pasuk to say that if she has grandchildren, she can't go back to her father's house. Why is that? Because grandchildren are just like children. So we actually don't need a Pasuk for that. What do we need the Pasuk for? Lazara puzzle to teach us that if she has puzzle offspring, that she's not going to go back to her father's house. The Gemara continues, has Atana himself know that we could dash in such a thing that really the word should be written without a yod, and the fact that it has a yod, we could learn something extra. That's because Amri, they said, Ksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Me'ain Bilam, Bilam refused to go, or Me'ain Yavami, the Yavam refused to do Yibam, the like Sivahu Yod, over there, the Pasuk doesn't have a yod, Vahachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
being fed by her father. She's being supported by him. But her that's coming from somebody else. I might say that belongs to her. That's why we also need the Pasuk to say that her Kesev Gidushin goes to her father. I think Marcel's Gufa we had just mentioned. That tells us that she goes free from her master if she's a Bagaris, which is past the stage of Nairos. And in Kosev, what does that teach us? That she goes free from her master if she's a Naira, which is before Bagros. As the Gemara of Lichter Rechmon and Nairos, the Pasuk should only mention that she goes free as a Naira, by Bagros. And we shouldn't have to say that she goes free as a Bagaris because Nairos is before Bagros. And that means that she's going to be going out for her master already as a Naira and she's never going to reach the stage of a Bagaris. So what do we need both of these Limudim for in the Pasuk? So Amarabah, he answers, Bazev Limud al This one comes and teaches us about the other one. In other words, if we didn't have both of these statements, Vyatsachinam and Kosev, and we only had one of them, I would say that it's talking about a Bagaris, that she goes free from her master when she's a Bagaris. And I would never say that she leaves as a Naira. Therefore, we have to have both of these statements, and therefore we can learn that one of them is talking about a Bagaris, and one of them is talking about a Naira. And where do we get this from? We have a very similar Joshua, seemingly at least. This is just like a Tashav and a Sachir. Now let's just pause for a second to understand what this is. These are both Jewish Avadim owned by a Kayin. And we know that a non-Jewish Eved owned by a Kayin can eat Truma, but not a Jewish Eved. Now a Sachir is one who stays for a limited amount of time. He stays for six years. And a Tashav is one who's a Nirza. He got his ear hole punched on the door at the end of his six years because he decided to stay with his master even though he could have went free. And he's called an Eved forever because he stays till Yavil. And let's just quote the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Any Zar, any non-Kayin is not Kaidash, which means Truma. And furthermore, the Pasuk says, Toshav Kayin, Vesachir, a Toshav of a Kayin, and a Sachir, Loyacha Kadesh, and Alari Kaidash. So the Brasset tells us to Tanya, Toshav, Zekonikinin Oilam, this is one that's acquired by the Kayin forever, and Sachir, Zekonikinin Chanim, he's acquired only for a few years. Now, Yomer Toshav, Loyamer Sachir, the Pasuk should only say Toshav and not say Sachir, Vani Yomer, and I'll say, Konikinin Oilam, and Oichel, if one who's acquired forever doesn't eat Truma, Konikinin Chanim, like Alshagain, someone who's acquired only for a few years, of course, is not going to eat Truma. And we explain why the Pasuk doesn't say that. If the Pasuk only mentioned one of them, I would say that Taishav is that actually someone who's acquired only for a few years. But an Evan Ivri who's acquired forever because he got his ear hole punched, he would eat Truma. So therefore, we have to have both of these terminologies. The word Sachir in the Pasuk teaches us what a Taishav is. That even though a Taishav is he's still not going to eat Truma. So therefore, we have to have both of these words in the Pasuk, both Taishav and Sachir. And therefore, our understanding this Pasuk of Yatsachinam and Kasav also makes sense. We have to have both these statements in the Pasuk so we could say that Bazev, and the Pasuk's talking about both Nairus and Bagras. Because again, if not, we would say the Pasuk's only talking about a Bagaras and not a Naira. However, Amalei Bayabai told Rabba, Me dummies, is that really comparable? Hasam over there weren't talking about the Evid of a Kain, Nenhu. We're talking about two different bodies, two different people. In other words, a Kain could technically own both of these Avadim at the same time. Because even if the Pasuk would have said very clearly that a Tush of Nirza does not eat Truma, and if it would have added in this word Nirza, it would have been very clear what we're talking about. Nirza means he got his ear hole punched, so obviously he's Konikin in Oilam. And Bahadur Kasav Edech of the Pasuk also would have said the other one, meaning it would have mentioned the Sachir, which is Konikin in Shanim. So technically we would say, have a Sachir that the fact that this Evid Ivri, who's a Sachir, doesn't eat Truma is something that can be learned from a Kavachimer, but that still wouldn't be a problem because this is an important line, something that could be learned from a Kavachimer. The Pasuk will still trouble itself to write both of these things. So that would not be a problem even if the Pasuk stated explicitly 
Taish of Nirza, which is talking about an Evid who's Kony Kenyan Oilam, and if we were to mention Sachir, which is talking about Kenyan Shanim. Elohacha, but over here when we're talking about this Jewish maidservant, Chad Gufahi, it's one body, meaning we're talking about one girl who's reaching two different stages. And Kinafkala Benairus, Babagris Mai Bayagabe, if she's being set free in the stage of Nairus, so what's she doing by her master as a Bagaras? In other words, there is no reason for the Pasik to say both of them. All the Pasik needs to tell us is that she goes free by Nairus, and we don't have to mention anything about Bagros. So Elohacha gives a different answer why we have to have both a Nairus and a Bagaras. Mentioned in this Pasuk of Amma Ivriya, what's necessary for the second part of the Pasuk is to tell us about a Bagaras who's an islandess. An islandess is a girl who never reaches the stage of Nairus because she never brought Simonim, she never brought pubic hairs, which means she never matured properly. And that's what the Pasuk's telling us. I might have thought, that she only goes free as a Naira, but if she never reaches the stage of Nairus, meaning she skipped over Nairus and she just became a Bagaras, which means she just hit a certain age, which is 20, she would not go free from her master. Kamashman, the Chirish is that even though she never reached Nairus, and she skipped over that and she hit 20 years old and it turns out that she's a Bagaras and that she's an islandess, still she's going to go free. However, Maskeva Mar Baravashi, Mar Baravashi asked the following question. Wouldn't it be a Kaval Chaimer that a Bagaras who's an islandess would go free? Because just like Samanim, which are the things that have to be brought, for example, pubic hair that do not take her out of the Rishas of her father. As we said, even when she hits the stage of Nairus by her father, her master Daim still go to her father. So they don't take her out of the Rishas of her father, but they do take her out of the Rishas of her master. Bagaras, when she becomes a Bagaras, She's completely out of her father's rishos. Shouldn't we say that for sure she leaves her master's rishos? So we don't need a pasuk telling us. So when she's a bagaras, she goes free from her master. El Amar Mabravashi, Mabravashi tells us What's the pasuk of bagaras telling us? El Vina da That's telling us about the original sale of an islandess. I might have thought that if she brings simonim of nairas havas vina, that means that this original sale that her father sold her to this master of hers would be valid. But the loy simani nairas, if she never ended up bringing simonim of nairas because it turns out that she's an islandess. I might say that her sale is not a valid sale retroactively because she never became a Naira. That's what the Pasuk tells us that even though she never hit the stage of Nairas, the original sale still was valid and by way of Kabul Chimer, we know that she's going to go free as a Bagaras. I think we're just asked on this understanding of Marbaravashi. Marbaravashi just asked that isn't this a Kabul Chimer? We don't need to learn it from a Pasuk. Why is that a valid question? We had just said before that's something that could be learned from a Kabul Chimer will still be taught in the Pasuk, so who cares if it's a Kaval Chaimer and the Pasuk says it? It's okay, the Pasuk sometimes will say something that could be learned from a Kaval Chaimer. So the Gemara answers, That's only if there's nothing else that could be learned out of the Pasuk, we'll say, okay, even though it could be learned from a Kaval Chaimer, the Pasuk will write it. But if we could learn something else from the Pasuk, so we will learn something else from the Pasuk, and we won't just say, the And that's why Mabravashi give a different Limud. Now we move on to a different Limud, how we know that a woman can be Mkudeshes with Kasef. Our Tana learns it from here. Remember Rabbi Yehuda had brought from the Pasuk of Ein Kasef, and now we have a different Lima. The Tanya the Baraisu says, the Pasuk tells us, when a man takes a woman and he's bail her, and we'll be if she doesn't find favor in his eyes, and the continuation of the Pasuk that talks about him divorcing her. And what do we learn from the first part of the Pasuk, that the only way a person could do a kicha, a taking, is with money. And Mechein Weimar says the Pasuk, I've given the money of the field, take it from me. So we see from the Pasuk, when a man takes a woman, it's talking about taking her with money. But we ask, just like a Jewish maidservant, she can't be acquired with Bia, she is acquired with money, this Jewish woman who is acquired with Bia, shouldn't we say for sure that she can be acquired with Kesef? We say not so quick, will prove that's not so, is acquired with Bia, as we had learned in the Mishnah, the only way to acquire Yavama is through Bia, 
nicknames bekasef, and she cannot be acquired with money. The Gemara says that's not a good question because Mali Yavama she can ain nicknames b'shtar. A Yavama cannot be acquired with a shtar. Tamer bezush and nicknames b'shtar, but this woman could be acquired with a shtar. So we conclude Talmud Leimar. The pasuk tells us kikach ish when a man acquires, and as we had said a few lines above, kikach means he acquired with money. As the Gemara, hold on a second. Halamali Kro, why does the Brass have to conclude with this pasuk? Asilo, we just brought it with the Kavuchaymer. We had just showed how the question from Yavama on the Kavuchaymer wasn't valid. Therefore, the Kavuchaymer stands. So why does the Brass need to conclude with this pasuk, implying that that's where the limud's from and not from the Kavuchaymer? So Ravashi Ravashi answers Mishum de Ikalamemer may card the Dina Pircha. That's because we could say in the original part of the Kavuchaymer we have a question on that. Mehecha Kamaisus Law. Where did you bring this Kavuchaymer from? May Amma Ivriya from a Jewish maid servant. Well, I'll ask you on that. Mal Amma Ivriya Shekin Yatzav Kasef and Amma Ivriya can be sent free with money. Let's say she was sold for five years for five hundred dollars and two years have passed. If she gets a hold of three hundred dollars or someone else wants to pay three hundred dollars for the remaining three years, so she'll be sent free like that. Time Bazur, are we going to say the same thing with this woman, meaning with a woman who's married? She doesn't go free with money. As we had said in the Mishnah, the only way she could go free is if her husband gives her a get or if he dies. So really, this Kaval Chaymer from Amma Ivriya is not valid. And that's why the Brasa concludes, this Pasuk of Kikach Ish. And we just continue, We have to have both of these Limudim, the one originally from Rabbi Yehuda of Yatzachinam, and this Limud that we just had right now of Kikach Ish. Why do we have to have both of them? If we only had the Pasuk of Kikach, have a mean, I would say, Kiddushin Diyav Labal Didahavu. The Kiddushin, which is given to her by her husband, belongs to her. So, Kazrachman of Yatsachinam, that's what the Pasuk says, Yatsachinam, which we had learned yesterday, that that money goes to her father. And because Rachman of Yatsachinam, if we only had the Pasuk of Yatsachinam, Havamina, I might say, Hechadiyava Ihi Lididei Vekidashtoi, if she gave him money and she was Makadesh him with that money, Havakidushin, that's a valid Kiddushin. Kazrachman of Kiyikach, that's what the Pasuk says, Kiyikach, when he takes, Velekisikach, and we learn from there, not when she takes. In other words, Kiddushin can only be from a man to a woman and not the other way around. That's why we have to have both psukim. Now the Gemara continues based on this pasuk that we quoted above. Uva Allah, he takes the woman and he's bile her. Melamish and Nikis with Bia, this tells us that a woman could be Nikis with Bia as well, as we had mentioned in our Meshnah. Now the Brasa says, it's a Kavachimer. that cannot be acquired with money, as we had learned in the Meshnah, she could be acquired with Bia. Zusha Nikis Bekasef, a regular woman who could be acquired with money, shouldn't she for sure be allowed to be Nikis with Bia? So we say, no, Alma Ivriya Techiach. A Jewish maid servant will prove that's not so. She's acquired with money and she's not acquired with Bia. We say that's not a good question because in Alma Ivriya, a Jewish maid servant, her acquisition is not for the purpose of marriage. She's just being bought as a maid servant. But what about this woman? Her acquisition is to be a wife. So therefore, this is not a valid question. And the Gemara concludes, that's why you have a puzzle that tells us, Uva Allah, and he's bile her. And that tells us that he could be kind as wife with Bia. Ask him, hold on one second. As we just asked before, what do we need a puzzle for? We just brought as a Kavachimer. Because even though we asked a question on the Kavachimer, we showed how that question is not valid, going back to our Kavachimer, showing how the Kavachimer is valid. So what do we need the Pasuk for? Amar Vashi answers, like we answered before, because we could say that original Din, that original Kavachimer is problematic as well. Because Mehecha Kamaisa's law, where you bring that Kavachimer from? Meyavama, from Yavama. Well, I could say how that's not a valid Kavachimer in a different way. Mahal Yavama, Shekin Zakuka by Medes. A Yavama is already standing and she's bound, which means a Yavama is bound to her Yavam. She's not allowed to marry anyone until her Yavam either is bail her, doing Gibam, or he sets her free with Chalitza. So it makes sense that all he has to do is Bia. But Tarn Bazur, are you going to say the same thing with this woman? She ain't Zakuka Vaymedes. She's not Zakuk Vaymedes. A random woman who's being Mekudeshes to a random man, they have no connection with each other. So who says Bia would work? Therefore, Talmud Leimer, that's why you have to have the Pasuk, Uva Allah, and he's bail her. So we see from here that a man could be Mekadesh a woman with Bia. We're going to stop here for a day, but pick up tomorrow, continuing to learn how we know that a woman could be Mekudeshes with a Shtar, as the Mishnah told us, for now. 
everyone should have a wonderful day.